Hey guys, Lance Zerline here. We're Houston. We're the city of champions. How about I give you another champion? If you've suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. They're champions. Free consultations are available 24-7. Dial 713-CALL-NOW. That's 713-CALL-NOW and DaspitLaw.com. I'm just saying, that's all I'm saying is... What are you saying? I'm saying that... Maybe he didn't just want to wear a skirt. It was yeah. actually traditional, and he happened to be a gay man as well. He was a good cook, too. Good cook. You're a good cook. Are you yeah. gay? No. From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John Granado and Del Olaleya. So we were talking during the break. Man, you want to talk about a lot of love for one C.J. Stroud. Who did uh, the Athletic did a long piece on him? Well, the, I know the Ringer did a breakdown. One of their uh, film guys did a breakdown of what he's doing well. Uh, just about 15 minutes. You can find it on, I think his name is Benjamin Solak. You can also probably find it on the, at the Ringer NFL, their their ex account. He, he does it every week. I think he went, did one with the Dolphins offense a couple weeks ago. Did one with CJ. CBS Sports has one breaking down what he's doing well. Um, they talk about his anticipation, his ability on third downs, his pocket presence. So, for, I'm, for, I'm looking at 33rd team. Mark yeah. Tressman, the former head coach of the Bears. Mm-hmm. Uh, they tell you how long the read is. It's a six-minute read. Yeah, they do that on CBS Sports, too. They, they tell you how long it should take a normal person to read, read it. And if you read it, if it takes you longer, then maybe you're not that bright. Well, this uh, a lot of people thought that CJ wasn't all that bright. The S2 stuff. The S2 stuff. And as a matter of fact, he, he mentioned It's mentioned here. in the CBS Sports article, too. Yeah. Yeah, the prior to the draft, much was written about Stroud's low S two recognition test scores, suggesting he couldn't process amid the chaos of the pocket and play the NFL game at a high level. The evidence is in Stroud has performed masterfully in the pocket, showing fun- functional intelligence, the ability to slow the game down, playing with a quiet mind, throwing the ball accurately to all areas of the field, and finishing progressions. And then they go into uh, guess who's leading the league in completion percentage versus man coverage. That would be C.J. Stroud, followed by Kirk Cousins and Justin Herbert. Um, after that, C.J. is also inside the pocket and outside the pocket. He's actually sacked less outside, uh, inside the pocket than he is outside the pocket. So when he starts to try to get away... And extend plays. It's, yeah, and extend plays. It's been a, a bit of a problem. Here's nothing that C.J. has not done well so far. So far. There's nothing that you could complain about this guy. Holy cow. That um, Colin Cowherd has had to eat his words on it. Well, he well he's not great with football stuff. No, <laughs> he has to eat his words a bit all the time. Yeah, he's not great with betting. After that New England preseason game, the first ever game, C.J. Stroud is terrible. Why would you ever draft him? He's the worst. C.J. Stroud will never be a good NFL quarterback. This week, man, C.J. Stroud is looking great. Um, that's Colin, that's Colin Cowherd. I mean, yeah, he'll he definitely. Well, he's not Skip Bayless in in his takes, but eh, Colin Cowherd there though. There's no there's no accountability for when he gets stuff no. wrong. He's, you just say stuff. You put it out there in the ether. You get your engagements on Twitter and social media, and then you say something else later on when you're wrong. You don't acknowledge that you were wrong. It's just how the game is played. But as far as the Texans are concerned, CJ has brought them so much and so much good press, so so many good articles, and this is off the backs of a, a draft season where people were destroying them for the value they gave up to get get Will Anderson and draft CJ Stroud. People were all over them for that. Um, at least so far, that has changed. And it's not like they're killing 
killing it as far as win loss. They're one and two, but CJ Stroud has kind of changed the 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 narrative about the Texans, and they're not a team expected to do well. So, and people love good quarterback play. It it sell it it gets people to pay attention. And if he's going to continue to play well, you can you're going to continue to see people talk about him, and then and the byproduct is the Texans will continue to have people talk with them in a positive way. Yeah. No. If he can do this with Austin Deculus. Now, again, I don't think Bobby Slowick is getting nearly enough credit. Bobby Slowick um, designing a, a protection scheme that is really protecting this offensive line. Jared Patterson graded out the best. So, and this is awfully important, especially for a young quarterback. We've talked about this so often. It is. It is. Ter- Even Tom Brady couldn't handle it against the New York Giants when the when the rush is coming up the middle on you as a quarterback. I mean, it's right in front of you, and you can't help but note not only notice it, but it is very disruptive. It makes everything more chaotic. If it's coming on from the sides or from behind, you don't see it, so you're still looking down the field. But if it's right there in front of you, so Jared Patterson playing well at center and taking care of his guy and taking care of business, he graded out as the best offensive lineman for the Texans last week in pass protection and run, and in the run game. Not that that was any good, but it was uh, Jared Patterson playing well is huge. And when Juice Scruggs come back, let's not forget we got guys coming back next week. Titus Howard, possibly Juice Scruggs. I don't know. I haven't gotten any. Have you seen any updates on him? No. no. Are we sure Titus Howard's on schedule? Yes. Okay. Titus Howard is out there actually working okay, good. and looking good, good and looking like he is going to be back. There was a question whether or not they would even put him on the on the IR, but he is looking. He is looking really. He's looking good, and he looks like he's going to come back. And if Laramie Tunsil is going to linger and it's just going to – I mean, we've, we've seen Laramie Tunsil before. He'll be out five weeks, and it was 13. Ended yes. up 13 weeks. Now, this is a knee thing, and it apparently it's very painful. So, we don't know when he'll be back. Hopefully, before midseason? I just don't know. Um, some if it, I don't know if it's strictly a pain tolerance thing or is there structural issues that, they, that, that need to heal, but – the knee is, is bothersome. It's unlike what we heard about the hand where uh, we, we got all our jokes off about him having a hangnail and missing an entire year. This seems to be a bit more serious. I just don't know how how long it'll be out. It's really difficult to know that you're paying two tackles that type of money and they're not on the field. But like you said, CJ, uh, not CJ, but Titus Howard should be back and then Larry Thompson comes back, whatever. You want whenever he, I guess, can. But health is the primary issue for the Texans. Yeah. And when that starts to turn in the opposite direction, uh, I don't know how it'll change their record because this, but this schedule is not a, a more, it's not that difficult. And, and I hope, I hope they get healthy because then we can actually get a full evaluation of them as a team. And it's, we talk about, it's a big year. We talk about, it's a big year for Jordan Love. It's a big year for Nick Casario. If he can get if he can get his entire roster on the field and prove that look I built a good team or at least a competitive one we were just hampered by injuries early on it speaks to what his future might be I do just think it's funny that the guy getting the most positive press press is a guy that Cal said they needed yeah well <laughs> thank God cooler heads and they and they relied on on Cal and his football knowledge it was that was great um, they got it wouldn't it, and look at CJ's doing all this without a run game, basically. Yes, without a run game. Andrew Beck, uh, Jacksonville hero. I mean, and heroic. 
an heroic. Is that the effort. most embarrassing moment in Jacksonville Jaguars history? I would think they're not. They have. They're not having been good for a lot. So there's probably plenty, but letting Anthony Beck showcase that you guys have a lack of team speed like he did. Uh, they said he was. Well, no, he was running pretty fast. They said he's got over twenty miles. Twenty an hour. miles an hour. I was, don't. I'm not sure. <laughs> it didn't look like it. It didn't look like it. <laughs> I mean, it looked like Andrew Beck is now a superhero. And so we hear from him on a weekly basis. Here's Andrew Beck talking about getting the run game going. You know, we, we look at it, and we've, we've been saying that for a couple of weeks. Like, look how close we are, look how close we are. It's one guy here, one guy there. And that's, you know, that's the, the beautiful poetry of offense is, you know, defense, one guy can make an amazing play and cover up for 10 other mistakes. On offense, if, it's, if all 11 guys aren't doing their job and doing what they, they're supposed to do, it's not going to work. So, you know, we've we've kind of worked on that. We harped that message kind of across the board today, even from uh, Coach Ryan's. It was one of our, you know, team keys to victory for the offense specifically is having all 11 guys, you know, nailed down in the run game. And, you know, I think we, we had a good day today to kind of show that we're emphasizing that and continue studying throughout the week. Yeah, it's some ugly numbers for Damian Pierce. Yeah. Nice, ugly round numbers. 40 carries, 100 yards, two, two and a half yards per carry. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's not good. Andrew Beck has got to help that out a little bit. And he has helped out a little bit in the run game. We've seen him, uh, well, open up what very little holes that they've had. We've seen him uh, help out. Um, <laughs> that they're doing anything offensively without being able to run the ball at all. This this, this offense, it, we're going to have to wait until guys get back, I think, to, to, to see – that run game, they're going to have to, to rely more and more on CJ. He's just going to, they're just going to have to live with it that they're not going to be able to run the ball yeah, until, I, until some of these guys get healthy. I feel like the running game is just to give their, the off line a break from pass blocking at this point. Yeah. It's, it's nothing more than just to, <laughs> hey, guys, you don't have to always be, be in your back. You don't always have to be, on, I guess, kind of on the defense of protecting the quarterback. We're going to give you an opportunity to go hit a guy. It's not going to go well, but let's rest CJ's arm. Let's give you a guys a break because that's all it is. It's a placeholder until they get to what can be productive, and that's the passing game and getting the getting the tank and Nico and Robert Woods. Well, not being able to run the ball at all, knowing that your defensive line and your linebackers, inside linebackers, can take care of that, really, really makes it even more difficult on CJ because the Minkas and uh, the defensive backs can all just play, you know, uh, just pass. And just stay back and not worry about having to come up and help on the, in the run game. Not being able to open up any holes is a real problem, a real problem all the way around. So <clears throat> that's going to be. It would be beautiful if you can run the ball on Sunday against this Pittsburgh team. So that it might alleviate some of T.J. Watt coming up the field, you know, like a maniac every single play. It's nice that you have dreams and fantasies. I know. Yeah, it's good. It's Everybody good. has to have a dream. It's good that you have a dream. So, everybody has to have a dream. You know what? Mark Klein has a dream. Mark Klein has a dream. He has a dream of you uh, getting your jewelry from him. Because his jewelry, he is awesome at this. He gets people He gets people to get their jewelry at a better price, period. Now, here's so many things that you can do. If you bought jewelry from him before, you can bring it back to him, trade it in. He'll give you the same price that he gave. He will return that money. You use that as a trade-in, and you're going to get that money back from him. That's how good he is. He has diamonds that are going to be less expensive than anywhere else because they're lab-grown diamonds as opposed to mine diamonds, which is a 
fraction of the cost. So if you're looking for that diamond for her, I got my wife these these earrings, these diamond earrings from him. It was ridiculous how low it was. Ridiculous. And 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 they all look they look the same. The color, the weight, clarity, all is the same. So if you're somebody that's looking into trying, you want to buy something really good for her, a, a ring, a watch, a pendant, it doesn't matter what it is jewelry-wise. He's got thousands of items in stock and on the website. You can do it all on the website at clientsjewelry.com, or you can go to his store, and you can see at, at, at it's at Fountain View and Westheimer or at Woodway and Augusta. He's got two stores now. So you're looking for the best in jewelry. you got it in Michael Klein's Fine Jewelers. 832-316-1388, 832-316-1388, or kleinsjewelry.com. ESPN 97.5 on Twitch. We control the spice. It is by the juice of sapu that thoughts acquire speed, the lips acquire stains, stains become a warning. It is by will alone I set my mind in motion. From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's the offensive masterminds running an outside zone on your intelligence. John Granado and Lance Zerline. So if you're just waking up and wanting to know, we're getting our hineys handed to us at the Ryder Cup. 4 nothing in the alternate shot this morning. The Zach Johnson has not done a good job. He, he's actually done a worse job. His lineups have been worse than Dusty's. If you want to know the truth, um, he had Sam Burns and uh, Scotty Scheffler together. It's alternate shot, so you know, guy hits a shot. You got to, and if he hits it bad, you got to pick him up. With they're trying to, but Sam Burns was terrible. Brian Harmon was really bad. Ricky was bad. Xander and Cantlay just played terribly. It was just just been a disaster. And how about this, Morikawa and uh, Shoffley. Are playing uh, are playing right now against um, Matthew Fitzpatrick and Rory McIlroy, and McIlroy and Fitzpatrick are up six six up through seven. They've won six of the first seven holes and tied the other one. That's how bad that is. I'm surprised knowing you're knowing you, you're not protesting Morikawa being on the European team. Morikawa is not on the European team. He's on the American team, which is even worse for us. <laughs> Because he's terrible. No, he's he's a good player. He's just wait a minute. Amora Kawa's playing for the U.S. Yeah, is that allowed? Oh, you heard we have a lot of Asian in Americans golf? here in golf. Yeah. They let that happen. Yeah, I mean, it's not the golf. Have you seen? It's not the, the golf I know. Tour? There's well, a lot of Asian Americans. It's not the golf I remember. Yeah, well, not not the 1945 <laughs> golf. The golf I we love. Have that. The golf I love. Amora Kawa on our team. What the hell, Morikawa? Colin Morikawa. So. Are they? Is Colin going to lead the the players only meeting after today to get everyone back and motivated and say, "Hey, this is not, hey, this is not who we are." I don't know. Will there be a players only meeting? We got a real chance of being down seven to one. All those dudes dressed up representing the U.S., whether they be in space, like astronaut uniforms, yeah, or, because we're oh, name all those great European astronauts. Boop boop boop. None. Well, I'm sure nothing. They, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure the. In Europe, they they feel great about their astronauts. What what astronauts? Don't they send, what, don't what, they send people to space? All, okay. Don't the Russians send yeah, people that, to space? That war, that race that we had to get to the moon with France. Uh, the, no, the Russians they don't care are, about this stuff. Russia, they let us do it all. Russians Russians are European. Yeah, but no, not, not really. Well, we not play. anymore. We don't. We but don't they sent they sent people. All those great Russian golfers. I said I said astronauts. Oh. Talk about astronauts now. <laughs> 
The Russians sent people to space. Yeah. No, they did. No, yeah. The cosmonauts. Name them. I can you barely can't name, name any U.S. astronauts. Sally Ride. Yes, because I grew up here. If I grew Thank up in you. Russia, Thank I wouldn't you. be able to name Thank them. Thank you. That's how, that's how it works. They didn't teach me Russian cosmonaut history when I was a kid. I would have known some. Igor. Where did Angel Hernandez grow up? I don't know. Where did he grow up? I don't, I don't know, but wherever, he should go back. What if he's from Angel here? Angel Hernandez. What if he's from here? Angel Hernandez can... In yeah, fact, it, he probably is from America. It's almost impossible for a third base umpire to ruin a game, and Angel Hernandez did that last night in the, Pitts, in the Pittsburgh-Philadelphia game. Bryce Harper's at the plate in a 1-1 game in the third inning. He, he takes a ball down low. And he's from Cuba. And checked his swing. Angels from Cuba. Angels Do you want to send him back to Cuba? <laughs> Go back. Go back. Bye, bitch. Whoa. Hey, John, man. you're not supposed You're supposed to be. A, you're the nicest producer we've ever had. How and you're, so? And you're playing But he's talking long? about Angel Hernandez. Who cares if he's being mean to him? So Angel Hernandez is the third base umpire. Bryce Harper checks his swing. Angel rings him up. You're out. Bryce Harper went after him. Boy, oh, boy. And here's Bryce Harper. Talking about Angel Hernandez. I mean, it's not even close. It was a check. It's not even close that he swung. Here is uh, Bryce Harper talking about Angel Hernandez afterwards. You're grinding in that at bat. Uh, facing a guy I've never faced before, and I get to 3 2 count. You know, take a slider down and in. Um, obviously, didn't go and wasn't even thinking about it in that situation. Um, just taking my stuff off, and I heard the crowd's reaction. I was just like, there's no way. Uh, you know, just. Angel in the middle of something again. I mean, it's just every year. It's uh, it's the same story, same thing. Um, I'm probably going to get a letter from Michael Hill, and I'm going to get fined for being right again. Um, so it's just it's the same thing over and over and over and over again. And-, and it's awful. And it's awful. Okay, what is worse for baseball, Angel Hernandez or the Wave? Well, the Wave doesn't actually affect what happens oh, in the field. Oh, it affects the game. It bothers you and others. No. But Angel Hernandez can determine the outcome of a ball game with a bad mistake, with one of his bad decisions. I'm going to take Angel Hernandez as worse for the game. I think the wave. Of course. I'm going to take the wave. You call the... Angel Hernandez the worst person it, in baseball well, behind his... Scott's service, and you still think the wave is worse? So, yeah, Angel Hernandez, yes, I still think, yes, the wave is the scourge of America. <laughs> It is the worst thing in, and I just don't, I just don't understand. What is your biggest issue? Because it's, it's people a, a, ignoring embarrassment. Because people are ignoring the actual game on the field. Yeah, and in critical in the eighth inning of games, they're doing the wave when we got a one run game in the eighth inning, and our pitcher's on the mound, and it's and he's wondering what the hell is going. On? I'm trying to pitch here. He can't. He can't focus because people are doing the wave. It's stupid. It's stupid. Maybe you just hate fun. No, I I, lo- I'm, I love fun. You love a different I'm kind a, of fun. I'm a fun guy, okay? The wave is the I mean, stupidest thing. If fun you could guy, get rid drunk, of one, same thing. I don't know. See, I don't know who's more embarrassing for the game. Angel, Angel Hernandez, Hernandez is or- worse for the game. Yeah. it He can affect a ball game. The wave is just, as you say, dumb. But it doesn't do anything for, for the things on the field. Um. Yeah, I don't know. You're j- like... You are more upset about the wave than you should be, I think. It's not that big of a deal. No, it is that big of a deal. It's it stupid, that... but it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Um so so I, I just am so I'm disgusted. I'm just disgusted with Angel Hernandez and with the Ryder Cup. And the Ryder Cup 
and the the Mariners winning last night and everything. It's I'm just been a gonna, tough. It was a tough night for you. Yeah, it was a really tough. An early morning. I, I I told you Jake P. Crawford shouldn't be around anymore. I'm not saying he should die. I just don't need him playing baseball anymore. That's go, all. That's go, all you want. Go away. Uh, and if you don't know, Jake P. Crawford drove in a couple runs in the bottom of the ninth. The, the Mariners won. The Astros have a one game lead over them, and they're two games behind the Rangers for the AL West. This show has decided that the AL wild card is the certainly more attainable goal and the one we should be focused on. So it was a bad loss or for the Astros, even though they weren't playing. Oh, much more attainable. I mean, you now listen, if <laughs> oh, there's so many scenarios, this is really complicated. It really is complicated, but is it even more complicated than the Marlins situation? No, if you missed it last night, it was a rough one for the Marlins. They're already upset with the Mets grounds crew and the the Mets as a whole for not being able to get the field ready. So they had to play a doubleheader, one they lost yesterday, and and one they won. They split the doubleheader yesterday. Uh, It screwed up, screwed with their pitching, all the things that a doubleheader might do. Last night. In a game where they came back from being, they're down one nothing, and they scored two runs in the top of the ninth. They go up two one. Rain hit, so that you know they stopped the game because the Marlins actually came back as as the downpour was going on. So they stopped the game, and the grounds crew went out there um, and covered the field in a relatively slow manner, which was something the Marlins had an issue with before. And then when there was a window where the rain kind of stopped, they wanted to get them get that tarp off the field so they could finish the game. Didn't didn't do it. Even the the Marlins manager Skip Schumacher went out there to help in a kind of a sarcastic way to just move these guys along. So they they were taking it off, then they weren't, then they were, and eventually it wound up after a three hour and seventeen minute like delay, they suspended the game. So the Marlins in a wild card chase, up two one in the game, trying to finish this game, are now forced to if they have to come back on October second to finish the last four outs of this game, which means. If they need to, they would have to do that, then head off to their their first their their playoff series without a day's rest. And that's Monday. And the Mets have to stick around too. Yeah. I'm, and their season is over. I'm sure the Mets aren't looking forward to clo- having to close out the last four outs of their season. No. And the Mets home for their last four games. And if you know and if you don't know the stupid rules of baseball, if the if the, if the if the Marlins don't need the game whether it because they're in the playoffs or eliminated, whatever it might be, then it reverts to a Mets 1-0 win, although the Marlins were up at the, in the top of the ninth. Because the Mets didn't have a chance. That's not so stupid. It's kind of dumb. Why did the Mets get the win? Because the Mets because the Mets didn't have a chance to but, tie in the bottom of the inning. But it's a home – but that why just me, be a game that doesn't they, count? They got an advantage of having an extra inning. You sure, but yeah. why do you give them the win? Just to make it a game that doesn't count. Oh, well, Why are we giving them a victory if they were down in the game? So the Mets are at home this weekend against Philadelphia. So it's not like they have to go on the road, come home, and then sure. play on Monday. The Marlins have a to game do they the, don't even care about. Yeah, the Marlins have to do all the traveling. The Mar- Marlins if, have to do. If it's needed. Yeah. Miami is uh, Miami is in Pittsburgh. So it's not that bad of a fight. You should but. see. But if they win, if, if they have to play the game, they advance, and I think they have to go to probably Milwaukee for their for their series. You should see the video. Skip Schumacher, their manager, is arguing with the ground the head of the grounds crew. <laughs> He's arguing with the grounds crew? Yeah. You've th- never seen that. No, the, there's the um, umpire, the game officials, and and the grounds crew guy, guy and Skip Schumacher is yelling at him about about his lack of uh, I guess 
speed in trying to get this thing cleared up. So, so right now it's the Phillies who are locked in. The Diamondbacks are in the five hole, and so but they need to win because they only have a half a game. Uh, well, they have a game and a half lead over the Marlins and the Cubs. The Cubs are now well here. The Marlins need this win because they just have a half game lead over the Cubs yeah. for that final wild card spot. Cincinnati is a game and a half back, so they the the Marlins need that game. They're, that very well might have to be played. And that's why he. That's why they were so intent on playing it last night. They did not want that to come back, particularly the momentum they had. I think they had a two men. I think they had a couple runners on as well in the top ninth. So their inning, their half inning wasn't over, and they had all the momentum. Now they got to fly back in to finish out the last four outs, and you can understand why their manager was heated. I've, I still, like you said, I've never seen a guy, the manager, yell at the grounds crew. That's a little bit different. And the other thing that popped up from that game was the grounds crew, as the game was suspended, took a picture, a group photo, in front of the Marlins dugout. <laughs> oh, my God. Just rubbing it in? I don't know why they had to take a picture, but they did it. Down as the rain was coming down, so just insult to injury for the Marlins. That's just awful. So, get this: if the Astros now they get into the wild card after this weekend, if they end up as the sixth seed or even the fifth seed, I don't know if the fifth seed's attainable. Six seed, yeah, no, because Toronto. Well, it is attainable because Toronto, but Toronto has a huge lead over them because they have tiebreaker. So, if they get in, they could have to go to Minnesota. Then they would have to start, if they win that, they would have to start the ALDS on the road as well. So they would play 11 straight, possibly 11 straight road games before they come home, which is optimal, isn't it? That's exactly what we're looking for. That's exactly what we want. Stay on the road. As long as you have to. You're terrible at home. As long as you can. You're terrible at home. So stay on the road, especially... If they do get in as the six seed, which is the best possible scenario, in our opinion, you play at Minnesota, and then if you win, you play at Texas. Yes. And you own them, and you love that ballpark. So that would be the best. If you could, okay, if I could give you the two seed or the six seed right now, which one would you take? It's easily the sixth. And it's stupid because I'm counting on the team continue to stink at home. But that's who they've proven to be. Why not take them at their word when they're showing us that they stink at home? I'm going to believe you. Yeah. you. You're telling me you suck and you don't want to play at home. We have to believe you. Yeah, I'm, so I'm going to have to believe you. So I And you rather play on the road. You go into the biggest series of the year and you take two out of three on the road. So I'm going to believe you and say you, you'd rather play on the road. So let's play on the road. Yep. That's what you told us. You told us all year long. With three games under 500 at home, you told us you want to be on the road. 831 ESPN 97.5 92.5. Let's go. You want to get in? We've got to beat the limo guy at the top of the hour here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Scott Sajanak is going to join us at the bottom of the hour next hour uh, to talk about this Ryder Cup disaster. We'll do that. All that and more. Come on. ESPN 97.5.com. You need to learn. Let the boy watch. He needs to learn the way I learned from my father. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's time to rejoin the undisputed best sports talk show in Houston. It's clearly John and Lance, except no substitutes. 
Well, there's a couple of stories. Oh. Welcome back on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. We're talking about the Portland Trailblazers. Um, there are a couple of stories out. Apparently, um, Damian Willard, Lillard wanted to rescind his trade request if a deal couldn't be worked out with the Heat, but uh, Blazers GM Joe Cronin re- allegedly responded that there was no coming back. And so, bye, Dame. We don't care. He did not. Of course, is this, this is, well, it's, I don't know. The Heat probably was the best situation because they're a better basketball team. But being with Giannis, being with Middleton, being with Lopez. Yeah, I think people would side. This would, might be better. Would fight, would I get, go against your first instinct and say it's better to be in Milwaukee. Now, the fit with Miami, because you have Dame and Jimmy and Bam, they can cover for Dame's issues on the offensive end with it, with them being defensive first players and being willing to let him be the, the shoot first guy that he's always been. People, and obviously Eric Spolster's there too, so you have a great coach. So people thought certainly that would work out. I think the people the thing people are underplaying right now is the Bucks have a rookie head coach. Adrian Griffin's been in the league a long time, but he's never been a head coach. He's so inexperienced they had him coaching in the summer league. Like I don't rem- I don't remember the last time a head coach coached in the summer league. So uh, so that's something not being discussed. We don't know what he will do. To, will he be able to not not ride the not be able to deal with the pressure, but just get this team to coalesce and be a championship level team despite all the talent. We've seen coaches fail in that scenario, particularly inexperienced ones, and some of those guys get fired midseason. And we've also seen Steve Kerr. We've yeah, seen yeah, that's the other thing. We've, we've seen, seen guys step up. So and, it, yeah, it can go both ways. Yeah. So I think that's an underplayed. Talk, Part of it, but as far as the actual players, right. it's a really good spot. They didn't lose much as far as depth is concerned. They obviously Grayson Allen had to go. Drew Holiday had to be traded, but they have their five, and they I, they can piece together their depth. They're, they are a little thin, and we know with the with the Suns, all it took was one injury for that thing to go away. Chris Paul got hurt, and, the, and they had no depth, so they'll be top heavy like a lot of those teams are when they make these type of trades. But they're the favorites in the East by far. Yeah. So that's not the only uh, story, though, coming out of uh, of Portland. Uh, Chris Haynes wrote a lengthy column on Thursday uh, about the circumstances surrounding the Damian Lillard trade. Among other revelations, Haynes reports that the Trailblazers asked Lillard to help their tanking efforts by agreeing to fabricate an injury so he could be shut down late in the season. Intentional losing or not giving a best effort to win games is against league rules and could be extremely detrimental to Portland. If I'm Adam Silver and I can ascertain, I can prove that they told, if Dame Lillard just fesses up, hey, they told me not to come back. They told me that make up an injury. They told me we want to lose. Portland's in trouble. Yeah, that was a thought at the time. He was in the middle of having his best year, and then all of a sudden he had a calf injury and couldn't play anymore. So they, I think they went 1-9 and nine in the 10 games he missed. I think everyone kind of figured that was what was going on, but now you have source reporting saying that that's actually what happened. And you're right. Uh, Dave Lillard, if you, there's more in that story about how he, w- how he was working out in the facility, and then the only person who wouldn't speak to him is Joe Cronin. So he figured, okay, it's something really... I guess if he's not going to speak to me when he sees me, I'm just not going to speak to him. So they had to get the NBA involved, literally had a Zoom conference to try to work things out. It had gotten so bad between Dame and Cronin, and we know Cronin went to his house, and that's when when Cronin told him, you won't come back even if you do rescind the request. So it got ugly there, and all Dame has to do is, yeah, they told me to sit down. 
I'm, I wasn't hurt. And they said yes. They, they asked me, and I said yes, and I didn't want to, but they said, hey, it'll help our draft status. Hmm. And, they're, and they're cooked. The question will be, does Dame follow through? The reports are out there. So the, the, the NBA got after Lillard and his representation for kind of salting the, the field or, or poisoning, however you want to describe it, poisoning the, 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 the value, his value by saying Miami and Miami only. So they told him to knock that off. Well, this is something they can't stand. Hurting the integrity of the game. Yep. So if it's sourced and they like Chris Haynes as a reporter, and I don't think there's any reason to believe uh, Chris Haynes isn't a great reporter, they got to go ask some questions. And if the questions come back the wrong way for the Trailblazers, they're all in trouble. Yeah. No, that's going to be trouble. It's going to be real troublesome. They're going to catch it. They're they're going to catch it from the league. You can't you can't do that. You can't. You just can't do that because it does it does play into the integrity it, of the league. I mean, perp- gambling and, does, and that does as and well. And to state we're sitting them down, not because, hey, we're shutting them down be- because of mm-hmm. anything other than we want a better draft pick, when they've done everything they can, at least they think they can, to remove tanking from the equation. Mm-hmm. And then it, it also t- goes into the effect of, hey, this is a star player, star that, player that, yeah. that a road the road fans don't get to watch. Which they don't like a, that either. They went, they had a rule, and they now have a rule about it's it. It's a sore subject of the league. Yeah, they put I mean, a rule. They're even, they've, they've changed rules. Yeah, if you're considered an all, a star player now, if you have two of them, both can't sit. Yeah, you have one has to play. So Dame would Dame, they wouldn't actually even fall under that rule because Dame is the only one. But star players playing is what they want. So Portland screw kind of went against the league in a couple ways. Hey, it only took five weeks, but Josh and the Who is finally over. No more random hosts working with Josh as of Monday. Make sure you tune in Monday at twelve as the final piece of our new lineup is introduced. Not going to tell you who. We're, yeah, you have to wait till 12. You have to wait. I mean, I know who it is because that person's been walking around here quite a bit. How difficult is it going to be for everybody to just sit, not try to find out? if there, that, Hopefully there won't be any leaks why as you, to who it is. Why are you asking me? So how difficult is it going to be for all my, our listeners right now? You know my personality. Why would you, why would you, why would you make me? Well, how do you, Okay. How difficult is this going to be you're for ask, everybody? You're asking me how difficult it would be for our listeners to not dig and dig and dig until they find, find out. They'll be fine. It's a weekend. They're not going to be that concerned. They'll just, oh, I think it's going to be a, 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 a cause of consternation are and you concern gonna, all weekend long. Are your buddies texting you trying to figure out who it is? Everybody is. Getting, and I'm not leaking the Tweets and DMs? Uh, there's a real Stay out of my DMs. There'd be a real, I'm married. There'd be a real chance... To, Okay, there'd be a real chance that you you don't know. I know you do know, but if we're if we we're ranking the people who would not know who was coming on, I put you at the top of the list. Me of guys who would care so little that you wouldn't know. Oh, okay, that guy's here. Fine, whatever. John doesn't care about meeting the team. I'm all about the team. Um, I am the team player. Okay, I, I know you know who it is because of emails have been sent and yeah. you've been included. Yeah. But if those emails did not reach your reach your uh, your inbox. There's a real chance you wouldn't know. Hmm. So because you're out of here, you're golfing by ten fifteen. You don't care. Not ten fifteen. You can't. Get it to it the does take a little while. So you leave the you leave. That's stupid. You try to get out of here by nine. You try to be in your car about nine fifty nine, unless you have to film a video or record something for Michael. Like about nine fifty nine, right? It's, you do your you do your live nine fifty seven. The show's over. You're in your car by nine fifty nine. I think you're in your car before the Paul Galan show starts. No, uh, there's a real chance. Close. Yeah, I think there's a real chance. I've heard the open. Yeah, as you I've were driving, as you were driving away. Yes, yeah. you heard the open. I've heard the open. How long? It, I guess it depends on the golf course. Hmm. 
Um, yeah, obviously, how but, far it is. Yes, but 1045? Yeah, like, like you know, I go to Wildcat. That's closer than Highland Pines or yeah. Carlton Woods. Where are you going yeah. today? Uh, today we're going to Highland Pines. And you'll and you'll be at Wildcat on Monday for the CCA. I'll be, uh, you're damn right I will be. You're damn right well, I will well, be. Well, the, the entire bench will be there. Yep. I think Lance is going to be back if he's back from Germany, if they let him out of the country, if he hasn't run to Argentina. Um, he's tweeting stuff today about Aiden Hutchinson. Yeah, he... Yeah, I'm sure he had. A, he he's in Europe watching I'm, Aiden Hutchinson. I'm, well, what else is he doing? You think he's active? Well, hey, listen, that game was at seven at night, which is four in the morning there. What are you doing? What's he got to do? But, no, two in the morning there. What's he got to do? Whatever. He's, no, what do you mean? I guess he, he could, sleep. You got to sleep. I guess he could. Are they back already? No, we don't know that. We no one knows. It's that. possible, but it's impossible. To I, I got a feeling he had Aiden Hutchinson higher on his board than than Walker, so that's why he's sleeping yeah. about it. Well, he just wants to be right. Yeah. Because that's how he is. He's petty. He's a narcissist. Yeah. No, 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 no. There's no question. All right. News of the week. No. no the hold on. He really wants to be in the car before the Paul Galan show <laughs> no, starts. No, no. Beat the limo guys coming up in 15 minutes right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. What's coming up right now is my peeps over at Chastang Ford. Love the Chastang people. You'll love the Chastang people. You'll become part of the family. Okay. Chastang Ford is uh, they've been in the car business for over 80 years in the city of Houston. They they have taken over, and they've just done a uh, fantastic job at what they do. Trustworthy dealership. That's so important when you're going to a dealership. No hidden add-ons. They're not going to mark it up. During the pandemic, they were saying, we're, you're, we're not charging you over sticker price. And they were probably the only dealership in the city doing that. I, everybody was, mar- we got, no, no, I'm sorry, it's so hard to get cars right now. We're going to have to mark it way up for you. Ten, five, ten thousand dollars $10,000. They just don't do that kind of thing at Chastang Ford. They want you to get it, the best car buying experience you could possibly have. And you know why? Because you'll come back. They don't, they're not trying to make a bajillion dollars on every sale because they know you're going to come back and they want you to be part of the family and be there uh, a long term with them. And that's exactly what happens all the time at Chastain Ford. They got the Mustang Mach E right now for $449 a month or 0% for 60 months plus a $2,000 bonus cash. They got F 150s at $15,000 off right now. If you're looking for that, and they got them on the lot. So if you're looking for that Ford car, truck, or pre owned vehicle, there's one place to go ChastainFord.com. On 610 at Homestead, not Hempstead, five minutes from downtown Chastang Ford. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5, home of old Greg. I know what you're thinking. Here comes old Greg. He's a scaly manfish. I'm old Greg. From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's the offensive masterminds running an outside zone on your intelligence. John Granado and Lance Zerline. All right, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. For those of you just waking up or whatever, our Ryder Cup team is just getting destroyed. Just destroyed. America is embarrassed by you. And Zach Johnson... Worst, worst coach ever. Worst captain ever. What's he? What's what's his? His issue? matchups have been awful. Or the guy sending just, Sam Burns out with Scotty Scheffler. Is anyone playing well? Keep him down. Who's that's playing terrible. well? Ter- oh, some guys are playing well, but when you get matched up with a guy that's all Ricky Fowler was awful. Brian Harmon was awful today. I mean, so just, you you would have preferred all the awful guys playing together? I would prefer, yeah. Don't put a, pull pair gonna, up the awful guys with the good guys on gonna, an alternate shot. How's he going to know who's awful? Because every hole, you got a bad shot. I, I understand the rules. How, is he, how does he know who's going to be awful beforehand? You should know. You're the you're the captain. Okay. Know something about I, the it's game. It's an individual sport. How is he supposed to know? 
We're down four, and we're down five actually because uh, Rory and Matthew Fitzpatrick are up six I'm, up. I'm going to draw uh, on Morikawa and uh, Cantlay. I mean uh, Morikawa and whoever's with. I'm going to draw a line here. You're down. I'm not down. Yeah, no, They're not, it's not my team. America it's your team. Is down. Mm. Oh, all right. It's, the golf team How are you going to feel about yourself when America gets their ass handed to them by Europe? You're not going to feel good about it. I'll be fine. It won't even register with me. How do you feel about uh, Travis Hunter and uh, Henry Blackburn? So Henry Blackburn's scholarship wasn't revoked. He wasn't no. thrown out of football <laughs> or anything. Thr- he wasn't killed either. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't murdered by someone who was threatening his life or his family's life. So here is Travis Hunter. By the way, if you don't know who Henry Blackburn is, you yeah. might. he is the safety who hit Travis Hunter late and sent Travis Hunter to the hospital. Apparently, yep. I don't. We don't know if it's direct direct cause because they're not correlating that. But that appears to be why he went to the hospital because of that hit. Uh, but now, mm, yes, it was it was well, direct directly responsible. I'm, well, he he played. I know it is, but they're not saying right. Henry Blackburn sent him to the hospital. That's not. They don't want to put that out there because it gets even worse for Blackburn if he does that. Although everyone knows that's what happened. But they're now together, hanging out, even if it's just for TV purposes. So you're going to hear Travis Hunter wide receiver and defensive back for Colorado on a park bench. You're going to hear him first, and then Henry Blackburn is going to join the video. So here's, here is those two getting together after death threats for Henry Blackburn on his hit on Travis Hunter. Ah, he's, it's the ghost of that computer. It always pops up at some point. There it is, John. You got yeah, it. I'm not sure what's going on. It's okay. not. It's just not playing. It's not playing. It happens. <laughs> it, that's the first technical difficulty we've ever had. Well, here. this week it's been okay. It's just sometimes it'll pop out of nowhere where you think you have something queued up and ready to go because you've played it. You think it's ready to go, and then when you, when it's time to play it, it doesn't that's work. Right. Yeah, I mean, some people might think it's a lack of uh, preparation, but generally it's not. It's just random that something won't play, and oh, if John can get that fixed, we'll we'll get to it. But. Well, the good news is is that, that both man, of them Travis are Hunter has been great through this thing. Yes. Dion was great with his response to the reaction and the death threats for Henry Blackburn. Um, Travis Hunter has been excellent despite the, the I don't know, well, outfit you, he was wearing, <laughs> that, that pajama thing. Oh, that, uh, that, one, that onesie he was wearing? Yeah, the, the, the Roo outfit. The giraffe he was wearing? Was it a giraffe I think thing? it was a giraffe. I thought it was Roo, kangaroo. Might have been the baby Ruth thing. It, it might have been. Uh, look, a guy sent you to the hospital on what was obviously a late hit, a, a dirty hit. You can understand if you decided you weren't going to be very gracious. Yeah. But the Colorado program, in this regard, ignoring what they might have said at Oregon, were very gracious when it came to this particular issue, and it certainly probably stemmed the tide. Look, we're a, we're a society who forgets things pretty quickly. But when you sit, when a guy goes to the hospital, it'll linger. But they were great. Henry Blackburn, um, probably his life changed for the worse for a, for maybe forty eight to seventy two hours oh, yeah. after it. Oh, I would think. And this video will certainly help him and his family maybe move on from the crazies who decided, yes, a dirty hit, but still in in the in the realm of football, they needed to threaten a man and his family's life. Yeah, anybody who threatens someone over a, a game is really. And this happens. I don't. What happened to America? Could people have access to people now? Yeah. Like, like in the seventies, if if something happened in your team, or even earlier than that, why am I going so far back? Even in the nineties, if something happened to your game, yeah. your your favorite player on a team, you didn't have access to the person who did it. Yeah. Now you do, whether it be through the internet, 
doxing well, people. Well, not true. Henry Aaron had plenty. Well, sure, they sent letters. Yeah. But, letters, but well, that's well, they got, the, went to the, that's the former tweet. That's Understood, former tweet. but it wasn't as instantaneous. There's a yeah. way to not read letters. If you're on social media, sure, you can get off of it, but right. it's a deluge. You can't get away from it. Your family can't get away from it. Right. So it's, it's a bit different, but you're right. People, crazies have always have, found ways to get in touch with people they wanted to, they really to bother. Can. They all, It's part of being crazy. Yeah. Um, or, or just being an awful human being, but right. it's much worse now. Uh, but thankfully, hopefully that is hopefully Henry Blackburn couldn't couldn't be more thrilled that Colorado State isn't isn't something that people care about because now he can just go back to playing football. Hopefully, and just people will ignore him, and maybe he'll have maybe that's him and Jay Norvell will have a better year the rest of the way because I can't imagine after that hit and everyone watched that game how the the next seventy two hours were for him yeah. and anyone he knew. Do you see the flooding in New York City? Holy crap! I just got a video of New York is really is underwater. I mean, it's it's uh, it's pretty good. Holy cow! Cars stuck in the middle of the streets. Uh, the water up to uh, you know midway up the door. That's uh, wow. New York City's getting getting it, catching it. Do you think it's because of their evil ways, or is just uh, some kind of a rain system? Do you th- you think God is punishing New York City? Did He punish us with with no rain? Uh, no, he was actually. Did you get flooded during the, the the drought? No, no, but it was really really hot here. No, but God uses well. Well, you he he doesn't use, he only uses water to punish people. He doesn't use barrenness and other yeah, stuff. And he uses a lot. Of, he, he used a lot God's, of different things. I, you're kind of trying to put God in like one box. I think he's very versatile when he's trying to punish people. Well, yeah, no, he does. But he, well, I mean, nobody died during the drought, did they? I can't speak I to that. Know. I have no idea. I, no I don't know idea. that. I just know a lot of people hated their their lawns, very brown, and I'm sure that got people upset. Here, if you're watching, if you're not watching the Ryder Cup, here's a highlight package to bring you up to date. Ray Liotta is Europe. Remember when he's in the driveway beating the snot out of the yeah, guy across good, the street? Yeah, yeah, in Goodfellas. Yeah, <laughs> that is actually what the Americans are taking today. Uh, when we come back, beat the limo guy. You gotta listen to this because you gotta find out who not to pick or who to pick against. Sure. Justin, whoever Justin takes, go the other way. We always say go oppo of Justin. Go oppo. All right now, uh here's something that Justin does. Justin, he'll enjoy a cold, clean, crisp, refreshing Coors Light. I know this to be a fact. Justin and I have enjoyed plenty. And listen, it it it, it helps a friendship. Coors Light helps a friendship. You, you guys, you bond together with your Blue Mountains. You hang out together. Hey, you want another Coors Light? Yeah, I want another Coors Light. Let's have a Coors Light together. Let's be friends, okay? It brings people closer together. It keeps Texas chill. Look at how much cooler it is today than it was two weeks ago. I mean, it's in large part because of Coors Light. Cold, clean, crisp, refreshing, keeping Texas chill. It's what we do with Coors Lights. It's, are you doing it? If you haven't done it, you're not doing it, let's go. Let's start. If you haven't tried a Coors Light, if you haven't had one in a while, let's go. Pick one up. Pick up a six-pack, 12-pack. Make sure you've got plenty of Coors Lights when, you're, you know, when your buddies come over. It's all about friendship, and that's what Coors Light is all about. Cold, clean, crisp, refreshing Coors Light. Climb on, brother. <laughs> ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Insert random audio clip. Now I knew which vegetables went together, proteins, temperature, sauces. And when somebody new came into the restaurant to stage, I'd look at them like they were a competition, like I'm going to smoke this mother. 